welcome to the next edition of Black Coffee with a Little Sugar. I am Stan. I am Jason. And I am Yvette. We are back and we're going to talk about, guess what, the upcoming election. Um, Today is officially, I think, National Get Out the Vote Day, so people are voting like crazy. Um, We also want to talk a little about COVID because we have to. It's just the topic that we can't leave. (laughs) Anyway, um, we're going to start off, but we're going to start off kind of reflecting on that damn debate the other night. (laughs) Who wants to be first? What a bunch of malarkey. You know, I, I, I got to give it to, to Sleepy Joe. Um, you know, he, he came out and he showed people how you can be professional and relatable. And then he said, you know what? Um, let's look at the, let's look at the, what's going to, he knew his people prepped him well. He knew what was going to be the topics. He knew where people were going to go after him. He knew that the Giuliani story was going to be something. So instead of waiting for Trump to try to drop it like some kind of right hook, he said, you know what? No. And I loved how he paused. And he's like, I wasn't going to go here, but yeah, I'm going here. And a story that even that everybody and their brother, even Fox actual news rejected, uh, you know, about Giuliani finding some la- some magic laptop. He took it out of his hands and he said, no, this ain't, this is not who I am. This isn't, this isn't what's real. You need to stop lying and your friends are crazy. Um, it was, it was excellent that way from that. I think the muting the mics worked really well. I think it, it put him in a, uh, put both of them in a place where they didn't have to, Joe didn't have to think about responding and Trump was just neutered for a bad, a bad lack of a better word. But I think, uh, Joe took a great, uh, page on a Kamala's playbook. His his face said everything he needed to say. He didn't need a microphone. You knew what he was thinking as he listened to Trump. And I think he he really did handle his business, didn't he, Vet? Oh my shut, God. Shut, shut up, man. <laughs> Come on. He didn't have to say it. His face said it. Oh my gosh. Well let me tell you something though. I feel like Mr. Biden, Vice President Biden, handled his business. It was like Say my doggone name. He was like, you must not know who you're running against. My name is Joe Biden. I don't know about anybody else, but that just made me happy. Because I was like, oh my God, Joe, get him, get him, get him. I mean, I know the debate is supposed to be more than just like the, the quick hits and the jabs or whatever, but I was here for that jab. And when he said, period, 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 period period. Oh my gosh. It just, it just made me happy. But I do, um, all jokes aside, I do love how Biden looked into the camera and addressed the American people. I mean, it was very touching to me when he went into talking about how people of color, especially black folks, when um, they're talking to their children, like they give them the talk. And I mean, cause that's a real thing. You talk to your kids, you let them know what to do what not to do when encountered by any sort of authority figure these days, but especially the the police. So I just don't feel like I learned anything new though. I would I always go into the debate hopeful that I was gonna learn something new and I don't think that I did. But listen, I'm still here for is like um what Mr. Biden said. You must not know who you running against. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really, you really thought you were gonna learn something new? Like, hey, you, I'm always hopeful that you, I will. You sound like one of those 
idiot undecided voters. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. I'm just like, like, keep hope alive. Come on. I mean, I was watching CNN and they did a panel in North Carolina of the undecided voters. And oh, I mean, I, I couldn't right. even keep a straight face because I'm like, what do you need? Like, you know, like, what do you uh, need? Uh, that's it. Those people aren't undecided. They, they're, they're the. It's this generation of wanting to be on a reality show. I'm going to lie to the camera to, to get myself my face on TV. Because if you're Absolutely. really undecided, you don't deserve a vote. I'm taking it away yeah. from you right now. Go away. Go someplace else. If you are an undecided, bleep 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 bleep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I did it myself this time. Don't don't even make baby Kelsey delete this time. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, my gosh. So here's the other thing. I mean, as I reflect on this, guys, the bar is at an all time low. Like, I, you know, everybody knows who I'm gonna vote for. Who I'm getting ready to vote any day now. I got my ballot, but the bar's low, guys, because I mean, Joe Biden is a weak, weak debater. And our president is crazy. I'm sorry, he's crazy. And so the bar is so low. And you know, I'm I'm watching them debate, and it's just terrible. It's it's just I'm I'm holding my breath that Joe Biden's going to say the right things. I shouldn't be doing that. You know, I never did that for some of the other candidates in previous years. But you know, the bar is low, and you know, I I hope that we can get the bar high one day again because this country deserves it. We deserve leadership that we don't have to hold our breath and hope that either one of them says the right thing. They need to start saying the right things. That's, that's those, those are the people that we elect. But moving on, I think another thing that I have to focus on is the comment about, you know, the least racist person here. <laughs> God, I'm so tired of that BS. Oh my God. That's the, that's the phrase that irritates me the most. The worst. Like, He's the least racist person ever. Like, I mean, I, I do believe like the, the moderator is a person of color, so she's got to count. But um, what's he talking about? Like, I feel like he's a criminal racist asshole who is insane. Yep, there he is. Couldn't hold him back. Couldn't back on that one. We have 220,000 people who have died because of COVID. And now all the projections are, it's going to be much worse. And we need a president who has empathy. I mean, it's almost like a war. We, have, we need a president that will send letters home to those 220 people, those, those families, how many of them are they, and, and, and say, I'm sorry that your, your husband, your wife has passed away. We need empathy in this country. Yeah, he's just not that kind of person. I mean, you he's showing us exactly who he is, my, one of my favorite quotes by Maya Angelou is, is when people show you who they are, believe them. But we just keep on believing the, that he's going to change. I mean, we just, he's fooled us time and time again. He makes up new stories every day. Everything is tweetable. I mean, you just you just don't know what he's going to do for elements of drama. I mean, he's, he's a TV guy, so all eyeballs got to be on him. I mean, it just, it seems a little bit desperate to me. I don't know if it's going to work. I think he has a formula for how to talk to the people, even down to the intonation of his voice. I I just don't know anymore, but he is who he is, and he ain't going to change. You know, it's funny. You're, you guys said it exactly right, and I love that quote, but it's, 
I think backwards to, and this will be funny, but I think back to old Bill Clinton when he was getting in trouble and he was getting impeached for, for lying and watching, I remember watching the tape of him. What did he and, do, Jason? Uh, he had an affair with uh, one affair, one, one that they found him with. I'm trying to be transparent on this podcast. This, the, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, not, 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 I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't, the, there wasn't porn stars. There wasn't Russians peeing. There was nothing like that. This was one, this was one singular affair that they caught him with. That's saying that it was the only one. Cause you know, who knows, but the point being he's, he's, he's being interviewed and he's being, and, and I remember using it as a instructional video for how to catch somebody in a lie because of all the micro expressions, all those things. We are witnessing the instructional video on how to uh, detect a sociopath, a narcissistic sociopath by watching Donald Trump work. You can, you can teach, you can do dissertations on this thing and it's, and he's got people snowed and they want to be snowed. They want to believe in him. It's, and it's so crazy that they just, they eat it up. And then he, of course, just, continues to throw fuel on the fire. But you know what? I mean, is it that crazy that people want to believe the the best out of a person? You know, I go back and forth. I mean, he keeps showing us how how crazy he can be. But, you know, do you fault the people for wanting to, to um, feel like he may indeed change? I mean, I yes. I don't know. I keep, yeah. I'm on a seesaw yes. with it. Yes. I, I don't think they're... Point, I do. I don't think they're waiting that. for him. To, I don't think they're trying to wait for him to change. They're they're enjoying the fact that he's a jerk. They're enjoying the fact that he's picking on people. They're enjoying okay. the fact that he's blaming China. It's not about other people. We may want him to change as 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 the more liberal of the country, but the people that are his base, they embrace the fact that he's an asshole. Well, this is why you know liberals. A lot of times we don't. I mean, we don't win. We lose. Is because if you really still are trying to wait for him to change, <laughs> keep waiting, folks. It's not going to happen. Um, but, you know, as we end this section, I do want to call out the fact that, I mean, there's a national movement today and people are getting out to vote today and people are voting early and they're voting in the mail. And now's the time to do it. So if you haven't done it, don't wait for Election Day. Do it now. Y'all ready to shift gears to COVID? Well, COVID, it's a good point. COVID. Y'all ready to talk another, about COVID? Another, uh, another yeah. good reason to get out and vote. Another good reason to get out and vote today and get out early and, and do your mail-in ballot. Stay away from those lines. Stay away from those things. Stay away from all the, the goofiness around that and get, get your vote out. Because, you know, even when you're an organization like the Salvation Army, who's 100% committed to helping relief efforts around disasters, around COVID, they decide, and here, here's, a, here's a good local story that just, I, I can't even, only in Minnesota, maybe, I don't know. They have oh, Florida, a, it, Florida. It could happen in Florida, for sure. It, oh, well, yeah, it definitely happens in Florida. <laughs> oh, here we go with Florida again. Mm-hmm. They, they, they've got a nice little campground up in a, in a little town called Finlayenson, up in Minnesota, up in, around some... Uh, some nice trees and some beautiful land and they decide, Hey, we're going to have a retreat and we're going to invite folks to, to come up and they get 60 people come up and in person in retreat, 20 of them tested positive after that. Whoa. You, you can't come on now. 
you're fully involved in this pandemic. You are, you're not, you cannot say you don't understand it. If you're sitting here talking about raising money to help with relief efforts and all this stuff, but you were, you disrespected it enough to say, you know what, we can still figure it out because we have to come in person. Really? You have to be in person. You, we, we have a, such a thing called zoom meetings. They do work. <laughs> I'm not going to pick on the Salvation Army as much as, as much as I want to, but you know what were they expecting? Of course, it was going to happen, and so that kind of gets me to thinking. Like, like when you look at the news this week, um, we're breaking records again. We're breaking daily records again. You know, hospital beds are filling up again. Um, the death rate is ramping up again, and and it's kind of scary. I mean, right now that 220. You know, when you think about 220,000 people are no longer with us, what they're saying now is that number is going to be 400,000 by the end of the year. Those are numbers that we haven't experienced. That's a rate that we haven't experienced as a country yet. And so to me, that equates to everybody's going to know somebody that dies because of COVID in the next couple of months. And that is a sad, sad tale. And, you know, we got Trump doing his rallies, his last hurrah rallies with no mask except for the people right behind him. Nobody else has a mask. And then, you know, I'm not going to pick on him only. I was on social media last night. I was on Facebook last night and I saw so many people deciding to go out and kick it last night and I didn't see any mask. So we're kind of giving up and it's kind of sad. Oh, I definitely agree with that, you know, especially with social media. You know, it's not like you have to reach to the celebrities. It's folks that you know, and they are all over the place doing all the things, going out to eat and and with no mask and just it's, it's so, so crazy. And Halloween is coming up and I'm having trying to explain that to the kids like, hey, yo, whatever we're going to do, we're going to do it in this house and nobody's coming in this house. And um, it's just... It's hard, right? Because people naturally want to gather together, want to be with the ones that they love. You know, I think about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is probably one of my favorite holidays. You know, I always remember it with a lot of kindness and, and fondness with my with with Stan and and mom and dad and and, and everybody else. But fact of the matter is, we can't do that. Uh, you have to be in a situation where look. You have to be safe and and people are acting like it's not real. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Do they just maybe not know anybody who's going to have an empty chair at Thanksgiving? You know, I, I look back and for, again, for our generation, defining moments, 9-11 was one of those defining moments. And the percentage of people we lost in 9-11 compared to what we've already lost to this. We changed our entire world after 9-11. We started wars. We became more xenophobic. We agreed to do so many more things when we go travel. We And we've stayed and we've held on to all of those things because of one thing. Now we're sitting here at a number that, that eclipses that by just order of exponentials more. But we're not willing to keep up this, the 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 work because we've got again some idiot telling us that the cure is going to be worse than the disease, and if people stepped forward in the government level to to talk about funding, 
to talk about emergency funding, if folks accepted the fact that you can live without having to go to a bar, maybe people just don't like their families that much, but it's time to figure out that, that you can fit, you can do this. We can survive this. There are financial ways that, the, that we can put things forward. There's ways to pivot your, your jobs and your work. We have to stay on top of this because we've gotten lazy. And I can't understand how 220,000 dead is, is allow, it says to you, you can get lazy about it. That's just insane. And, you know, you know, we, we, we're known to, to pick on some states from time to time. And we, we have picked on Florida lots on this podcast. And you know what's shameful about this whole thing? I can't even pick on Florida anymore because the whole rest of the country has followed their damn lead. Like people are partying like crazy. I'm telling you, my social media feed, it was like a normal time where people are like festive and I'm, I'm getting it in. And like, that, that, that's not going to work. That's no. not going to work. And so, you know, leading to that, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about the schools because, I mean, now we have a good sample of, of what's happened for a few weeks. And in some places it's gone well, but in a lot of places, I saw the news yesterday and today, there's some school districts that have gone back to 100% online now because it's not working. It's flu season here in Minnesota. It's flu season across the country. But now we have no idea if we have the flu or if we have COVID. I mean, that's a bad situation. And you know what? I, If I'm a teacher, I'm not too excited about going in every day. If I'm a support staff in a school, I'm not too excited about going in because it's like, it's, it's, it's guessing. It's a guessing game. It's like the lottery, who's going to get it and who's not going to get it. And that's no way to live. That's no way to work. I'm hearing more. And I'm, the last thing I'll say, I'm hearing more and more people talk, and this is scary, talk about this herd um, mentality where, you know, they just want to go ahead and catch the damn virus. And now they think they're going to be immune and go on with their life. That's so crazy. <laughs> so right? crazy. It's like, may the odds be forever in your favor. <laughs> I'm hearing that from a lot of people now that, I just want to catch it so I can be done. It's not like the chicken pox. Uh, that's it's, this has gotten, let's just, let's just, let's just break it down. You think about how long it takes for a test to come back. You know, Stan, you've gone and gotten tested before, you know, I mean, it, it how many days did it take to get results back? It took two days for me. Two days. Okay. So say that's a good number, two days. So you go get tested two days. Now you got to go back for the 10 days or whatever, five or six days before that, that you might've been symptomatic. Now you get, now those people have been around people for at least two days, if not more that just, just start doing the math, ladies and gentlemen, it's not that hard and schools have figured it out. Boston back to online learning only uh, the largest uh, district in, in Minnesota here back to online only. And they canceled sports too, which we'll get into in a second, but the, we are sitting here at a place where folks are, are understanding that, yes, kids need systems and structures. Kids need to be together, to be socialized. They need to be focused. They need to learn. So we avoid, you know, tragedies that we've been seeing and talking about here. But the problem is you it's not safe yet. And so we should be working on other ways to make it safer. And again, sports, let's just, I mean, we have gone back. I thought 
You know, anybody have ever watched, you know, movies back 10, well, 20, 30 years ago, who ran the schools, right? The jocks, the jocks were the ones that ran the schools. It was always that joke, right? I thought we were past that. I thought we were past that in a place where we, uh, we allowed our brains to run the thing, not, not our, you know, heart for some kind of goofy thing where, and again, former football player. I love sports. Don't get me wrong. I'm not dogging on sports, but we're saying that we rather watch people bang their heads against each other for a couple hours instead of being safe. And how are we letting that, how are we letting sports do that Stan? How are we letting sports be the driver of what we do in this? Yeah. I mean, I'm not excited about this section of the conversation because, you know, Yvette knows I was a jock. Like I was a smart jock. I mean, I made my grades, but like I went to school so I could play some sports. I mean, I was all about it. That was my dream to play sports. So now I got to like beat up on sports. Doesn't feel good, but but it's going to happen because, you know, our society's kind of got this thing really confused, got it messed up. And, you know, putting entertainment in front of safety is just a dumb thing to do. And, you know, it starts at the highest level. You know, I, I will give credit to the NBA the NBA had the bubble and it was successful. I mean, I don't know if they made any money, but it, it, they, they were able to have games and have a tournament and have a champion and not, not much happened that was a really bad thing. MLB is finishing up theirs. I think they were successful too. I mean, but you know, there aren't any, hardly any fans in the, in the, in, in these stadiums. And, and so that has something to do with it. But I feel like, What's different is football. Football is a different culture. And I don't want to pick on football too much, but I have to. I feel like I feel like college football is going to end up being a disaster soon as more and more leagues start playing because they, they're trying to force people to come to – they want people to come to their games. Um, that's not going to work. And um, it's already, you know, showing signs of, of that. And, you know, and then, you know, I'll let Jason kind of have fun with the NHL because I don't know what the hell they're doing. What happened, Jason? <laughs> no, don't ask me. Uh, there's, there's only one person on this call who's happy about what happened well, with the well, NHL. Well, Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa has a hockey team? Yes, and they won the Stanley Cup. What are y'all cold weather places? What? Tampa. So this is what this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong with sports. Like, or maybe what's right with sports. Like we got this black woman that 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 like she doesn't know a damn thing about hockey. <laughs> and no, she's like cheering like she's played in the games. Right? Yeah. Hey, don't hate. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna try. It's not. I. I can. There's so many different things. I'm not. You know, it's. It's too much. You know. Go back for a second, though. I ain't worried about the NBA or NHL or NFL or MLB making money. They. They've already prepaid all their taxes, so they don't have to pay any taxes this year. Just like the president, I'm sure, prepaid millions and millions in taxes, so yeah. they're safe. Oh, They'll make their yeah. money. Um, but yeah, it, you're right. They. They put in, but even then, so so the NBA did it right with the bubble, but MLB canceled a bunch of games due to outbreaks. A- NFL has already played, you know, the schedule, the NFL schedule, you need to have a, a math degree to figure out how they're rescheduling and reshuffling every week because people keep getting it. And we just keep doing it to distract ourselves because I think part of it is we're all starting to crack a little bit, especially as parents. Especially I mean, Yvette. Did you see her the other night? Oh, my Lord. The other Lord. night? 
we do these listen. preps on video y'all you got to see man it, it was it was it was scary it was scary let me tell you something parents are not doing well we are dying out here how y'all holding up because i am struggling struggling i mean we arguing more we we you know, we might have a uh, a few more cocktails in during the week but i mean there was this argument that I had with my oldest child and it felt like he just kept following me all the way around the house. He kept hugging me and I'm just like, no, we leave me alone. And he just keeps right. He just would not stop. He just kept right on talking. But I guess <laughs> at the end of the day, I had to give in or I felt like I was going to die because it's just too much. I mean, every, they want out. I realize they want out. We want out. Um, but look, if you got people who are parents, check on them. We are not okay. Send some packages, send something because I know Sonic, Pokemon, and Roblox are winning at my house. You're going to pay the price for giving in, by the way. He's probably not that. Mm -hmm. You know, as well, far as, I, I agree. I mean, you know, schoolwork, I, I, you know, it was really bad last spring. Like, I don't know what the hell they were doing. Like, they weren't doing anything. I've got, I got kids that are supposed to be doing online and they were just checking in sometimes and just not doing anything. So, you know, it, it was crisis mode. So now we have school, people have had time to plan for this virtual school and now it's going. And I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's, it feels a little bit better because I know that both of my kids are doing some work. But I also know in the back of my mind, they're not nearly do they're not nearly doing what they should be doing. It's just not the same. They're not getting the education that they got a year ago, two years ago, we got. Like, and it's just a shame and it's kind of scary because, you know, it can't just be me. It's gotta be other people. And and it's hard to hold them accountable because quite frankly, you know, when Kelsey is trying to do stuff and when Justin's trying to do his work, I'm trying to like work and I'm trying to do my jobs and I'm in these Zoom meetings and I can't help them when they need help. And then, and then after that, I'm cooking and cleaning my house. And like, I can't even imagine, you know, if you have even more kids and more responsibilities. So no, we're not doing well and there's no end in sight. And, you know, you know, Costco's making a lot of money on wine and bourbon right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, it's funny too, because you think about it you, you, and you, if you're doing the Zoom meetings and you're watching, you get to see into the, into the other people's homes and you get to see how we're all struggling. We're all, you know, if we forget to mute the mic and, or, or the, or the camera and you're hollering at your kids or you're making that face and everyone on the meetings looking at you like, what? what happened there? Sorry. So, so sorry. I just, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, we, we got to give each other some grace. Uh, we got to give each other some support because we're in this for the hall now. And, and I, you know, I, I feel for families. It's funny. There's a balance, right? We've got three. And so, and just like you, Yvette, and it's so that, you know, at one point you can leave them over to, to take care of themselves and entertain themselves. But then when they start bringing the claws out and start fighting, now you got, now you got a free for all. You know, Stan, yours are a little bit older, so they're a little bit more self-sufficient. But imagine these poor folks with like one kid, you know, who they're trying to trying to entertain and trying to and trying to still maintain their life, and and the kid needs constant focus. So I, I think it's a 
it's funky to think about how the difference is across, but nobody, it, it, anybody tells me that they're handling this perfectly. They're, they they're, lying. They're, they're lying. So, so, they lie. Jason, because you uh, mentioned that I, I've, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I have to like the definition of not doing well. Do you guys know the name Jeffrey Tubin? <laughs> yes, so Jeffrey Tubin is a CNN contributor. Oh boy. Contributor. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh and, yeah. That one. Okay. <laughs> man. So sometimes things happen and it's disappointing. <laughs> I, I love Jeffrey Tubin through the years. I mean, he's been great. He's been able to help explain the legal stuff and he's yep. really smart and he's one of my no. guys and COVID messed him up, man. No, no, no. there's a difference between well-educated and smart. I'm sorry. And like, I don't know, like some of you people, y'all go look up Jeffrey Tubin and see what you find. But I think that, you know, Zoom wasn't good for him and he exposed no. himself, right? It, 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 no, you can't blame Zoom and COVID. No, that, that something's broken in your head. You, you're on a call. I mean, I was giving you trouble for the fact that COVID you dressed. COVID did it, man. COVID no, did it. Blame COVID. I was giving you trouble for the fact that you dressed all the way up to do a keynote today instead of just doing like many of us do, put a shirt and tie on and leave our brothers you know, got to dress up on. once in a while. Brothers um, got to dress up every I, now and then. And we got exactly. I'm not arguing, but I'm saying you made a conscious effort to make sure you were looking good. I said, yeah, you can maybe do halfway if you want to, but to go to where he went to, there's no. I'm sorry, I don't care about you. Mute your microphone. You shut your camera off. You're in a meeting. What the what do you, hell what do you, are you Okay, thinking? okay, okay. What do you think happened to him for him to go that far? This is the that segment that, right now. Was he, was he was, he was stressed and he needed to get that thing worked out. Y'all leave him alone. <laughs> oh, we, now we don't want to another level, Yvette. <laughs> now, he needed to get it worked out. Now everybody's going to go search for Jeffrey. No, I mean, no. I mean, come on, no. Like, I... It, trust me, trust me. The, the things we hear about what goes on in the background of people's homes while they're in Zoom meetings, you know, kids are in class and parents are walking by and things are, they don't realize cameras are on. So that, those are accidents. Those are bad things that, that, uh, imprint on kids from by accident. But this was, this is intentional. There's no oops there. No, oh, I just, it's not a wardrobe malfunction. You know, this is not a wardrobe malfunction. This is, this is an intentional. How, how do you come up with doing something like that? It, it, you're broken. You're disturbed. <laughs> COVID. He needed what COVID he needed to be able it. to do his job right. That's what I think. <laughs> he's, been, he's been locked up in his basement for months and months and months, and he's lost his mind. Oh, it's, and now it's, I've lost one of the contributors on CNN. It's a shame. It's a shame because oh, he just, won't be back. I, I hope not. At least not on video. <laughs> okay. Okay. Y'all ready to wrap this? Oh, yeah, I think I, I I it's so. so far off the rails we have to. <laughs> so, okay, well we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Um thanks again for joining us. We had a good time talking about this. You know, we gotta have fun if we're gonna be in COVID for the rest of our lives. <laughs> right, <guys? laughs> Gotta Thank have you. some fun. Okay. Um, until next time, this is Black Coffee with a Little Sugar. Um, signing off. This is Stan again. And got Jason and Yvette. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening, y'all. Like, Take care. comment, share.